Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, everybody, an all-new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. Uh, let's get into the beers that we are drinking this week. And this week it was reported that the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is being rebooted, potentially as a drama. Apparently Will Smith is signed on. Uh, uh. It, it's going to be a thing. So we're going to rate our beers this week on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air scale. We're going to go from the episode where a clown holds Will, Carlton, and Uncle Phil hostage with a bomb, all the way to, how come he don't want me, man? Uh, Scott, you are up first. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking Abuse of Stout, a 12 percenter by Dubco Brewing. It is an imperial stout with honey, cocoa nibs, and vanilla. And right now, I am feeling good about this one. That chocolate is strong coming in. I'm going to rate this, uh, if we're going by episodes, and it, it's below the obvious, the, the Uncle Phil moment, but uh, the, the the Christmas episode where the, the, the dorky dude uh, locks them all in the cabin and robs them. <laughs> classic. Uh, classic. Uh, Drew, what are you drinking this week? I am sipping on a White Lodge Belgian-style white ale from Holy Mountain. Um I'm gonna be honest here. I, I'm not getting down with the whole rate by episode. I'm a rate by character. Okay, okay. I feel like all that's right. more appropriate. You know, do your own. Situation. Do your own. That's fine, Drew. You do you. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with uh, right now. This one's feeling like a Carlton Banks, where right off the bat you look and go, "Oh, you know what? Not for me." But it might have the possibility to surprise later on. So we'll see how the episode plays out, and, and maybe Carlton comes around with a, a zinger or two. Or comes up and, and gets Will out of a clutch situation. Like, we'll see. But for right now, it's a Carlton Banks for me over here. That was a weird way of saying we'll see how it holds up. Yeah, I wasn't trying there. to smash it too hard and, and say, I should have picked my other choice earlier today. <laughs> put it in the fridge. That's fair. But thanks, Scott, for calling me out. Fair enough. Uh, I am drinking uh, Keep It. This is from Anchorage Brewing Company uh, in Anchorage, Alaska. It's a 6.4% ABV Imperial. Imperial Pale Ale Double Dry Hop. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, is a heavy hitter. I, this is for me. This is the episode where Carlton's on the basketball team and steals the ball off of Will to take the last shot. Like this is where it's rating at this point for me. Uh, you get angry at first, but it's like as you look back, eh, not a bad plan, not a not a not a bad thing to experience. Uh, we will see how all of these beers hold up. Thank you guys for tuning in. And be sure to hit share, help us out. All new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up right now. Yep, totally can. Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports, the sports and beer talk show that'll make you feel real wet and gushy. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how are you feeling tonight? 
Feeling good. Feeling great. How are you? I am terrific, man. Uh, I don't even want to know what you guys were doing. Uh, <laughs> oh, just just breaking down beers, man. You know what we do down here on the show. Just <laughs> craft brewed after dark before the show Yes, started. sir. <laughs> Hopefully Facebook Live did not pick that up. They didn't. I just heard like a spitting sound. It sounded like you were just spitting into the microphone as we went live here. Uh-oh. All right, cool. Yeah, you didn't hear it. You didn't hear the other part. Drew, how you feeling? I like that our setup right now uh, looks very interesting. We get closer and closer to the camera as we go down the line. It's a, a weird look yeah, right I now. Was Drew, trying to sit this close. I moved my table back a little bit. I'm feeling good. I'm gonna adjust this because yeah, I don't like to see my pores either. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure our viewers feel the same. We got an awesome show coming up for you guys tonight. We're gonna talk that A's and Astros brawl. Uh, we're gonna talk some Skip Bayless and Dame Lillard beef. Some NBA bubble news. Is always the greatest thing that uh, that we have going on, uh, and then we're going to talk some college football cancellations. Uh, Scott's going to do that hockey. I've got an idea on how college football can work in a bubble. We just have to make it happen. So stick around for that. Uh, we're also going to be grilling up some hot takes on the hot takes barbecue and a recap of Hard Knocks because Hard Knocks is back, baby. I it think- looks like the evolution of the Zoom. Like those evolution things where it's like a gorilla and and then eventually stands up and it's man. That's what this looks like. I was really hoping you were going to go evolution of dance dance, but you know, it is what it is. Mm, Sorry to disappoint. I don't. uh, Yeah, I'm glad he did not go that route. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Please hit share. Help us out. Get us out in front of uh, everybody on your timelines. If you're listening after the fact, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're getting these podcasts. Uh, Let's talk about our first sponsor here as we switch to On Deck. And On Deck brought to you by Beer Drop. Look, everybody, we get beers shipped directly to us. They're handpicked based on our tastes. It is an amazing program. Uh, Beer Drop is one of the best delivery services straight to your door starting at under $4 a serving. Our friends at Beer Drop will hook you up. Just fill out your flavor profile, sign up for one of their monthly plans, and they will curate a box of fresh award-winning craft beer that will be sent right to your door. You can swap out beers, add more, skip a month. No contracts, nothing to deal with. Uh, And if you don't like your commitment, uh, you can still just go ahead and order. Just go on over to craftrootsports.com slash beer drop and sign up today. Sell out! All right, uh, I did not. Let me see who's going to lead us off. Mookie, I'm going to have you lead us off this week uh, in On Deck if I if can find the sound cue. There it is. Uh, so leading us off this week is going to be Mookie. Mookie, you are on deck. Charge. <laughs> and charge we will straight into the NBA bubble, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we have breaking news as we transition from, I believe, what they're calling the seeding round into the actual NBA playoffs and and breaking news across all kinds of platforms. And I'm saying this in 100 percent seriousness is that the NBA, the NBA Players Association and their lawyers spent time negotiating exactly what level does an Instagram show he rise to before they can come in the bubble? <laughs> that is absolutely right. The NBA actually sent out memos to their players, signed off by the Players Association as well, uh, defining what it means to have non-family members in the bubble. They must have a, quote, long-standing relationship with those that they're visiting. They also make sure that they are not allowed to be wholly casual in nature 
including known by the player only through social media or an intermediary. <laughs> yes. Wait, that so is right. You're the telling NBA, me these dudes have to prove that they know the people they're bringing into the bubble. literally have to prove that they know these people outside of their immediate family. So, like, you know, mama, she going to be there. Baby mama, probably going to be there. I think that's an easy one to prove, right? Went down but i <laughs> guess we'll awkward see awkward time for that when you've got the the mistress and the wife in the well and like that's, in the exactly and like that's the best part about all this is is back in the day i think it was like in in late june sarah spain from espn tweeted out a bunch of side pieces about to find out their side pieces mm, today that's true when the nba put out Ooh. the statement of like you have to give us your list of true family members so we can approve them for our bubble come, you know, actual NBA playing time. And so, yes, the NBA put out guidelines. They put out strict levels of authorization that people have to qualify for to be considered someone that arrives in the bubble and gets one of the 17 hotel rooms per per team for guests. So how I got to know, like... <laughs> If you're one of these ladies and uh, you now like, are you going back to try to figure out how to make it look like you've met outside? Like, what's the proof that's needed uh, to prove that, you know, this person beyond just through social media? I, I don't understand uh, how this can well, be see, like proven. That's easy, though. You put it on your man. He's got to figure it out. if He wants you there. Right. <laughs> and if he didn't want you there, then what are we doing? Javi <laughs> saying, Javi saying you got to get the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and ed wants but, to know what if the ladies are bringing wings and that's a fair point like i i'm sure they are they got to bring something besides just thighs and breasts right oh got them yeah they got to have that lemon that that lemon black pepper sauce or whatever yeah, it was. yeah. hey girl swim <laughs> yeah. through magic city before you come in mm-hmm. because, hey, you're gonna be quarantined anyways might as well make it worth it what a bizarre thing for the nba to do uh, i mean i get it you're trying to protect the bubble you're trying to keep out uh right. undesirables you're to but your streak of no positive tests over what has it been four weeks three weeks of games four weeks of actual uh They've done uh, well. They've done really time. well. No, the, the NBA and, and the uh, NHL have done amazingly. Uh, they said Wednesday they've had zero positive tests from 342 players tested just this week alone. So it's very important. But I got to apologize, guys. Once again, I did it. I oh Man, I didn't do my research. I didn't plan this out well enough. I've buried the lead once again. <laughs> you know. I know, right? Go figure. I believe that's called pulling a Drew. Mookie, thank you very much. Asshole. Stay on brand, would you? Right? Like, that's how you build a following. You stay on brand in social media. The hell out of it. We're going to talk after this. I like how this is an issue as the teams get whittled down. Right, right. Well, because as well, they weren't allowed to bring anybody in, right? Out today on a nationally broadcasted radio and TV show, we won't name it because really it's not worth watching or listening to. He says, and I quote, loneliness it's very simple you better let somebody come up in there and see them you understand i'm saying you i'm just being real somebody got to say it six of those teams are going home at the end of the week of at the end of this week because they're not going to be the playoffs so that's six teams and all their personnel you can't just let family come in but you can let one person come in you can let a wife or girlfriend come phrasing (laughs) i would strongly advise the nba to facilitate that happening before august 31st not after just one person would go a long way 
And his almost worst co-host asks, Stephen A., are you advocating for conjugal visits inside the NBA bubble? Stephen A. Smith, yes. I mean... Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Stephen A. says, on national radio and TV of Mickey Mouse, (laughs) we need conjugal visits before the playoffs in the NBA bubble. I don't necessarily disagree with them. I'm sure. Let them let the guys because I bet Jr. you know having only brought in seven uh, pairs of underwear. (laughs) I bet you he 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 made up for it. I bet you he made up for it in his extracurriculars. Like Like, I bet you there's no lack of that. (laughs) I I mean, if like if they test negative, what's the problem? Let them come in. Let them smash. If they're negative, they're allowed in the bubble. I don't see why there has to be any. Do one of those temperature check things. Yeah, exactly. You You get temperature. Come on. Here's the thing. What I need to know is I need to know the list of candidates. We'll say uh, before an NBA player gets his running mate. If we lean into the times, if you will, right? (laughs) Because if a dude's got four or five women on that list and he's got to figure out who's going to test negative, get in there first, whatever. I need to know that because his mindset's going to affect the line, and I ain't wasting my money. That's uh, a good point. Who's trying to sort out where he's getting his, you know? There's the Mookie angle. That's from. that's the Mookie angle but right more there. More importantly, can we have an investigation after this is all over and see if there are maybe any guys who threw games because they're like, look, I'm just trying to get back to that tank. <laughs> Well, and see, this is what I've wondered all along. Like, you know, we always hear about it every year when the Olympics come around, <laughs> all the condoms that, that get, you know, allocated and spent. Like, what are we looking at down here in Florida, right? Nothing yet. I mean, between the MLS, the NBA, hey, whew, man, Trojans got to be doing well. <laughs> they probably are. All right. Uh, I'm going to go on deck. Uh, yeah, Scott, they're always doing well. Scott, we're going to save you for third here. Uh, so balls. since we're talking... <laughs> Since we're talking Instagram models and breaking quarantine and popping bubbles, uh, the Cardinals obviously have a, a COVID outbreak inside of their organization. There, I think they're up to like 17 players or something that have tested positive, right? It's some They've crazy number. They've only played, number. what, eight games total? The, five. I believe they played five games. Five? Uh, they yeah. haven't played since like July 20-something. Like it's, it, a bit, it's been a ridiculous amount that the Cardinals have not played. Uh, they might as well not have come back at this point. Just... Everybody that is scheduled to get the Cardinals, that's a win. Uh, and I'm saying that as a Reds fan. But anyways, uh, it was reported this week that uh, Cardinals pitcher Jack Flaherty, as they're in their lockdown, they're in their quarantine, they're trying to get things right, they're trying to get everybody back uh, and be able to play the games again. He was caught flying out an Instagram model from New York to St. Louis while he's in the lockdown. Uh, this girl put on her Instagram stories. Uh, she's in the airplane by herself. Uh, and then they, she has a distancing. Uh, then she has a, a picture of her driving in St. Louis. And then internet sleuths have realized that her next couple pictures from the story are from, uh, Jack Flaherty's apartment in St. Louis. So this dude, while his team is suffering a ridiculous outbreak that could potentially ruin the MLB season, in as a whole is out here bringing in Instagram models, flying them in from New York and uh, breaking his quarantine. Uh, I, I, I don't look, uh, it is what it is. Like I can't be a hypocrite, right? Like if I'm okay with the NBA players bringing these girls in, as long as they're tested negative, as long as this girl's negative, go ahead, fly her out, man. Do you I mean Jack Flader's just uh, trying to throw balls one way or the other? Hey, <laughs> here's the real question though, Scott curveball or slider. <laughs> Definitely a slide piece. <laughs> hey, well, yes, well, here's, here's well the real done. Thing, though, think about it, right? 
if anyone knows how to control that COVID, it's someone from New York. Mm, that's a good point. That's a They've good point. Got this shit figured out almost as much as Canada. Uh, Scott, uh, Biscuit wants to know, he said, speaking of bubbles, why does it sound like you're in a plastic bubble? I'm wondering if you got that audio set up correctly. I don't think you I probably screwed it up again. I think it's because Cheryl's <laughs> just eating that cereal in the background. I keep hearing clanking on the dish every once in a while. That's probably what it is. Uh, Javi's saying, get rid of the cards and Marlins. I agree. Didn't uh, we do a mic check? Shouldn't you have told me? Bro. Well, she wasn't eating at that point. She I was thought that was just remember? normal. See if you can, uh, after your, uh, after your segment here, well... It's probably your well, settings here, on the Mike, Zoom, Mike, man. we can vamp him and then give him a little bit of time because I think what's interesting about this is, like, why don't we do what the MLS did, right? And so they kick – oh, wait. That's a later topic. <laughs> but they had Nashville and uh, – what is it? Uh, uh, Dallas play yesterday. Did they really? The two that got thrown out uh, of the yeah. bubble? They didn't want to call it the COVID Bowl, but like, but it, it was, was the, the COVID, COVID Bowl, Bowl right? Nice. So, like, why don't we just have the cards and the Marlins just play each other and see how that all works out? <laughs> that's, that's, I mess up nothing on my audio. If it sounds like shit, I just sound like shit. All right. Well, fair enough. All right. Well, then, uh, <laughs> dude who sounds like shit, let's go on to you, Scott. You are on deck, my friend, uh, with your fantastic audio uh, <laughs> and quite possibly the best background you've had. Scott, you are on deck. Hey, yo. Oh, thank you. I've had some pretty good background, so I'll take that as a compliment. But uh, we're going to wrap right back around to the NBA bubble and the conjugal visits because uh, Mr. COVID early adopter himself, Donovan Mitchell, uh, got busted this week, either watching porn or having sex inside of the bubble (laughs) when his uh, Instagram story went live. And all you can hear is what sounds to be a little bit of screaming and somebody saying, oh, God. Uh, it's a real quick clip. Must have uh, rolled over onto the off switch. I'm gonna see if uh, I can find it for you. I'm gonna see if I can play the audio for you here because uh, it's. I don't think we have to clear that, right? There's no. There's no clearing I hope necessary. The NBA doesn't shut us down for using their audio. Yeah, it's not the uh, NBA's audio. It's his. It's his Instagram live. Let's see if we can. Uh, yeah, I've got it here. There's an there oh god! No, they're definitely uh, banging. That is they're not, definitely banging. That is that is not uh, porn in the background. The, that's happening right there on the phone. Uh, yeah, that's that's banging. Donovan Mitchell putting his down. So apparently he's clear of COVID. And this NBA bubble, I mean, it just keeps on giving. It's <laughs> it's the only way that sports can be played, and it's the best thing for the NBA ever. <laughs> I mean, right though, like it's not bad, honestly. Like, no, I've had a good time watching the Suns win me a bunch of money. Um, and like, again, and maybe it's and, and look, I, I was gonna save this for later, but like, I'm not gonna lie, I love having live pro sports at 11 a.m., like it's March Madness every day. Mm, well, I mean, point. Donovan Mitchell should hit up Jack Flaherty and be like, look, man, you gotta make sure you're not gonna have some chick who's just gonna be out here. You know, breaking down her every movement on her way to you and posting it for the world to see. At least this was an accident. We'll like, see. I mean, why get why like, not? That's what baseball needs. They need something like this where people are going to be like, hmm, that's interesting. I should pay attention. Not a bad point uh, by Mookie there. But I, I have to wonder, is this somebody, because they're, they're not letting people into the bubble yet in the NBA, so is this like somebody who works at the hotel? Did he find a maid uh, or like somebody who worked in the restaurant was Dude. like, come on up to the room? Like that's a good call. It has to be somebody in the bubble already, right? So that's the- holy shit. Uber Eats just took on a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> well played. 
<laughs> All right, with that, we're going to get out on deck. This is On Deck brought to you by Beer Drop. Uh, again, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Sign up today, $5 flat shipping on your orders. Plans start as low as $40 a month. Craft beer delivered directly to your door. Hit them up, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Sell out. All right, fellas, uh, let's give the people what they want. This is a sports talk show, damn it. So let's stick to sports. Uh, let's go baseball first. Because that's what uh, we care about most on this show. A's versus Astros brawled this week. So there's a couple of stories that uh, I like that have come out of this one. Number one, A's fans were flying asterisks banners over the stadium uh, before the game and during the series. Uh, and then what it what caused everything to jump off was uh, one of the Astros hitting coaches supposedly said something about Loriano from uh, the A's said something about his mom. Loriano went after him. Fight ensued. Typical baseball fight, though. Like I, I feel like if you're going to break the rules, and the MLB was so hardcore before the season about nobody's fight, nobody's spit, nobody's giving high fives. If you're going to fight, like you got to fight. You can't back out of that one, like Loriano did. Like he kind of pulled up on that. He didn't. He didn't go Amir Garrett style, right? He went. He was like, "I'm going to fight this guy, but not really. Like if somebody stops me, I'm going to stop." So it wasn't really a fight. Fight. But it was a, enough of a fight that MLB has to take action on this. Uh, Scott, what did you think of this fight between the A's and the Astros? Break it down, baseball fight, on a baseball fight ranking. Where's this one hit? Uh, I mean, if there's not dudes, you know, th- actually throwing haymakers or somebody getting, you know, underhand, uppercutted a la Robin Ventura and Nolan Ryan, it's not really <laughs> a baseball fight. Plus, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm in the minority of this. Like, are we yes, not are. over the Astros thing yet? Is every team just going to be like, Meh, they're cheated, so we got to, like, be babies about it. I mean, okay, we get it. The, you know, they did what they did, and they got punished. It is what it is. It's not going to change. So, like, I'm kind of over the whole doing anything to the Astros. Like, somebody's mama got made fun of right. I mean, this was premeditated. You bring up a good point about that. Like, I understand the hate for the Astros comes because they didn't get punished by the MLB, so now the players are taking it into their own hands to to give out punishments. But when do you finally say, okay, that's enough? Because here's the other thing that I I was talking with somebody in a, a Facebook group. Every team, the only reason why they're mad is because they didn't think of it first or they were not good enough at implementing their cheating. Like every team is doing something like this. Right. Right. And I mean, it just in general, like, I, I mean, okay, the Dodgers got their thing. Like, the Dodgers are the ones most harmed by it, right? I mean, they're the ones who, you know, lost two World Series and all that. Like, after they took care of it, it kind of should have just been done. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not here for every week. Oh, who's going after the Astros? Matt Barr saying the coach is a punk sitting behind three players. And I would agree that was a pretty punk move. Also, he got a 20 game suspension. Yeah, I like the MLB giving the hammer during a 60-game right. season. They never punish anybody, but they're like, this coach, we're going to make a, we're going to set an example out of him. 20 games. I, uh, I don't know what Loriana got. Did he get like six games or something like that? Yeah, I think six or eight. Uh Amazing that like he uh, the uh, twenty game season, a third of the season, he's punished for for instigating the fight. Um, but I, I just feel like this is something that if you're going to go after the dude, if you're going to break that rule, if you're going to get that suspension, you're going to potentially 
risk yourself or your teammates to COVID, you better come out and actually swing and not just let somebody stop you. Oh, for sure. Like, it can't be these little wussy baseball fights. Like I said, I mean, I only acknowledge the ones that where somebody actually gets hit, like, even not during non-COVID times. So if you're going to come out here during COVID and just kind of look at each other and shout real loud, then keep your ass on the benches. Hey, bunch of bitches. Hey, bunch of bitches. <laughs> I mean, like, they really let's be are. be honest here, man. Tom Wilson hit Anders Lee in the head, like, 15 times earlier tonight and like neither one of them backed down from anything else. And you know what else they did? They went and played the rest of a goddamn hockey game about it. And we're fine. <laughs> Baseball players need to just, they just need to take the fucking tampon out their asshole and be men for once in a while. Like if you're going to, if it's worth bare knuckle brawling about, then brawl about it. Otherwise get the fuck over it. Man. That's what I'm Nobody saying. Cares. I, I think exactly. baseball cares about your goddamn sport or your shit ass loose morals. Like, come on, man. Like fight about something real. <laughs> That's the, and I think they should do that. It, they should make it where you can't clear the benches. Uh, you're not allowed to clear the benches. And if a dude wants to fight the pitcher for getting beaned or he wants to go after somebody, those two fight. And then you, there's a punishment involved with that. You, nah, man, you're sitting that. out the rest these, of the game or something. When they plan this shit, plan it with some brass knuckles in your glove. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, it let, if we think about this logically, though, that'd be like the stupidest place to put the brass knuckles because then you're trying to <laughs> right. get them out. You're not actually punching with your glove, so why would you put well, that? Well, but I mean, like, you can't, you, your, you can't put it on your throwing hand, right? I know, I guess, but you have I a mean, back pocket. Like, why, why, why put it in your glove and make things awkward? You know, just just logistics. Again, you're a pitcher. You ain't catching shit anyways. Why do you have a glove? Hey, Tyson has a great point here. Tyson wants to know, do you think there's some first-year free agents on the Astros who think the other players deserve to get uh, beaned? So, like, a a new guy to the Astros organization, do you think he was like, yeah, fuck the Astros. I hope they get beaned every time. And then his agent's like, by the way, got you a contract with the Astros. He's like, shit. Uh, No, he's like, I can't believe I'm getting played to – play a game nobody cares about or watches let's do this <laughs> what's that i only gotta play 60 games instead of 182 this is fantastic this baseball slander is <laughs> i know it's gotta stop it's gotta like... stop mookie you gotta you gotta well, I'm sorry read I'm the room talking about this shit when there's actual like baseball to talk about man <laughs> have you seen my tigers bro uh, no, They're rolling. I, I have World Series 2020. I saw the Reds first three even turned games around against lately. the Reds, and then I forgot that they existed. Well, the Reds, I think, are in a three-game winning streak. I, well, they're playing right now, or they're, they're, they they played. But, like, come on, man. There's real baseball to talk about. Let's not talk about this fake news. Well, I mean, this is real baseball. Like, this is a thing that happened, and this is more interesting than any other game that's happening. Like, there's... Pick a storyline out of baseball right now. Go ahead. How does Giancarlo Stanton's injury hurt the Yankees? Who cares? It's the Yankees. I hope oh, it hurts there them back. It is. Oh, wait. This is because this is what Mike wants to talk about. Fair. No, no, no. I'm with that. Yeah, who cares? It's the Yankees. So two-thirds of the show is an agreement. It doesn't, yeah. like, it's, I don't. Look, I'm used to losing by those rules, boys, so this is not news to me. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's switch gears. Let's talk basketball. Let's go NBA bubble style. Uh, so we go from one fight to another. Skip Bayless this week called out Dame Lillard uh, for missing two free throws and a game-winning three against the Clippers, saying that he just doesn't think Dame is a star. Since then, the Blazers have played two games, and Dame has scored 112 points, including 61 in a do-or-die game for the Blazers last night. Uh, team Dame or Team Skip, Scott? 
Is this is this a real question? No, it's not a real question. I okay, was gonna say, I was like, I, I, the fact that Skip even has a team is ridiculous. No, I mean, how how irrelevant must Skip have felt over the past few months when there were no sports and he's just sitting there banging banging his hands on the table that nobody cared about it. And so he's like, man, now that things are, what's how can I get really head first into my most ridiculous ways? Um, I don't know. I'll claim one of the best players in the NBA isn't really a star. <laughs> for <laughs> innocuous reasons and get them all pissed off and get my name back out there. I mean, Skip's a mastermind at making himself stay relevant during any time, but that's all this was to me. It was just like, oh, Skip saying something. I, I'm 100% sure that this dude sits there at night and just thinks, geez, what's the most insane thing that I could possibly say tomorrow on the show just to get people to react to me one way or the other? That's all it. Right, That's so, all so, he ever does. So Scott just stumbled upon and uncovered Fox Sports' overall business strategy. Yes, that's exactly what Skip does every night. And but he did Skip, it when it was at the ESPN. It, no, it doesn't matter, though. It's like, But the problem is is that he is their their uh, marquee player now. And how does he feel when no one's paying attention to him? It's been that way for years, so he really didn't notice. The key is this is amazing, and we should support this because what I want to know is who's Skip going to go after next so I can put that ducket down on them, right? <laughs> Dame going off for 61. Damian Lillard's always been one of the star players in the league, but he's never been a 61-point game guy. Like, that's not been his game. Well, he it, can do that, and he's done it in some of the longer games and you know, with OTs and stuff. But, like, if Skip can get that out of Dame Lillard, like, all right, who are you going to fire up next? Well, that's what I was wondering. Who gets what more? when he gets after Zion? Uh, well, it doesn't matter because they're eliminated. So uh, wait for next year, I guess, and see what happens. Yeah, well. Oh, there's hey. Jordan. What's up, Jordan? I was going to say, hey, hey buddy. Say, say hi, everybody, since it's your birthday. Just say hi. hi everybody. Hey, Jordan. <laughs> happy birthday, buddy. Mike and everybody says happy birthday, bud. How old are you today? Five. Five. <laughs> Did he get cake? He did get cake, and he's got right, more good. cupcakes in there. Wait a moment. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> All right, you two, don't hijack the show. See you later. <laughs> See, I, I feel, oh, man, that's I awesome. I feel guilty now because I meant to give a shout-out to my, my sister earlier today. Today is also her birthday, too, so that's a little fun fact. Oh, there you go. And, yeah, they share a birthday. Thank she turned you. that special that. age of perpetually 29 now, mm. so congrats, sis. Welcome to the club. Repping. Repping the original Red Wings Shanahan jersey for her, um, and because you know we're going to do that hockey later. We are going to we are going to do that hockey. Stuff. Matt Barr is enjoying Mookie doing that ba- uh, basketball though. Uh, so Drew, oh me- man, I'm all up on the look. Here's the thing, Matt Barr. What I know about basketball is today's lines and over unders, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mook, who do you think uh, makes that eight seed in the West? Because this this is exactly what the NBA wanted when they decided who to bring into the bubble. The one thing they were talking about was like, okay, let's get it so that it's competitive towards the end. We might have to have one game play, uh, play in between the eight and the nine seed. So who do you bring in? Uh, you know, who do you think makes it out of that, uh, grouping there in the West? You got the trailblazers who are currently at the eight seed. They only have a half game lead over the Grizzlies, the Suns, and the Spurs. The Suns have been lights out. Is that your pick to make that eight seed? Yes, sir. Uh, I am picking the Suns to go all the way to meet the Lakers. 
Whatever that means. I don't know how that works out. I'm not sure how they see. <laughs> so but like, in, the, in the first round? Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. I was yeah. going to say, it was like yeah, real bold, are... bold prediction there. You're saying that they'll they'll match up? Yeah, they will. Well, no way. Is it, is it pot? Well, could they not get the seven seed? Or is there there's not enough games left? Again, like I said, I know the over no, and the day's lines, and that's about it. They're nine games back of the uh, seven seed. So it's basically yeah, but I thought eight they seed pulled some weird shit with the eight seed. Is that not the same for the seven? No, it's basically just, just if you're... Eight. Seed. Within a certain amount of the eight seed, there's going to be a play-in game to see who gets it. Uh, Word. Scott, you're so you're having uh, all the fun over there, man. <laughs> oh, there you go. I think Drew muted you. <laughs> Wait, Drew muted himself too. Everybody is muted except for me on the show, and we finally have the show that I've been looking for. Uh, this is you know what Zoom with their goddamn updates. That's what this is. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, the Suns are going to win out. They're going to get that eight seed. Uh, I think they're going to take Bronny and AD to six. Did you guys hear the conspiracy theory that they're saying that uh, teams are tanking to try to get the Blazers the eight seed? Like, there's a theory in the bubble that they are trying to get the Blazers the eight seed because they match up so well with the Lakers. Oh no! This I, I would absolutely love that, but more oh, importantly, this... more Dame time. I would say this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is this is. Russ and James sitting by the pool, just uh, there you go, holding. Court I mean, and honestly, it out. this is probably the NBA's doing. They're like, shit. So we tried to rig it so the Pelicans could get him, and that ain't happening. But uh, what's the next best thing? Oh well, Dame's been lighting it up. Now he's got this thing going on with Skip. Yeah, this will work. I mean, just make sure that they get in there. Frozen envelope. <laughs> Frozen envelope. Is it gonna? Does it bother you guys that there's about to be three teams that make it with losing records? Is that, no, is that disappointing at all? NBA. I was just going to say, there's like 92 teams that make it. Like it's That's what happens. Also, KD got a bonus uh, for the Nets making the playoffs. KD got like a million-dollar bonus. He that's hasn't fantastic. played at all this year, but the way his contract was structured, he gets a bonus. And he should give that to his agent. Uh, because I was going to say, yeah, the, the agent got <laughs> the bonus. That's a great that move. Bonus. It's a great that move. Is a, that is a great way to draw up a contract. By the hey, way, even if I tear my Achilles and don't play for you, uh, I still collect a million-dollar bonus if you're in the playoffs. As long as you make this weak-ass East playoff field. Cool, 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 cool. Not, not only that. Even when we don't play the regular season and you could have played because you're now uninjured and just decide not to, you're still you going to get, still get it. Now. You still get it. Congratulations. Also, that's, that's all-time player move. Guys, we have been racking our brains trying to figure out what to do with the show and how to pop off and how to get in front of more people and, and all this stuff. And I unlocked the key to success. I saw it this weekend. Um, there was a... Uh, I don't even want to say podcaster because she just started her podcast based on this happening. She called herself a content creator, but this girl posted something on SoundCloud where she went off on KD, uh, just ripped into him, uh, called him a bitch ass hoe, uh, talked about all the the weirdo things he does, how he's a, a, a hoe ass words that I can't say, uh, just lit him up, never tagged him in anything, just put it out there. Uh, saying I go in on KD and ranted for about 20 minutes about how big of a bitch uh, Kevin Durant is. Kevin Durant responded to the tweet and like called her out and was like, somebody's mad. And then KD went and liked this girl's girlfriend's. uh, He started following this girl's girlfriend and then liked all of her account, all of her pictures. And this girl put KD on blast for that. I mean, the show blew up. She's got like, thousands of listens to her rant on Kevin Durant all because he 
searches his name on Twitter and has way too much fucking time on his hand. But that's so it. what you're saying is the long-winded version of we should just talk shit about KD. We just got to make fun of Kevin Durant, yeah. I had to give you the backstory. Yes, that was long-winded, but I had to tell you what happened. Otherwise, just like saying we got to talk shit well, about I mean, KD. Drew's two seconds away from just being watching hockey and not paying attention to anything. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm so. still paying attention because I'm like, cool. So like, that's good for her, and she got thousands of listens that time. And then when people realize she's basic and not worth anyone's time, it's not gonna matter but that's it we don't we aren't basic and we are worth people's time so we just got to get them to pay attention so your once thing is, and we damn it we do listens. matter <laughs> look all i know is we we haven't even touched on the real story of the week from the nba bubble what's that kyle kuzma was quoted as saying i think jesus could be in front of me and i would probably still shoot and he thinks he gonna make it he didn't and say I mean, that. He just uh, thinks he's going to shoot. Oh, no. He, he said he's going to make it because he followed it up later. But the best part about it is it spawned one of the best Twitter threads I've ever seen. As Mike Gulick Jr. said, yeah, it took Jesus three days to beat death. Shake my head, Christ in four. I, I, I was just concerned there for a moment because it took me a second. I'm like, shoot? Like, why, why are we shooting Jesus? <laughs> oh, 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 shoot. I'll see. And then other shoot people the are like, you know. Okay, I got it. And they're like, yeah, but I mean, like, Jesus crossed up the devil, so you really that worried about it? But then someone else pointed out, yeah, but he did it in the Middle East, so whatever. Like, he ain't doing it in the West. Uh, no, nothing. Nothing. Not late. Right right away. To move on. It's a groan. Yeah, that's a groan. Yeah, this uh, is where we need to go, man. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, Drew. I tried to get into Twitter. That's what happened. (laughs) Drew, I'm going to give you uh, two minutes to talk about this MLS schedule that got released. I know you're itching to talk talk soccer. We're going to get into Scott doing that hockey here in a minute. uh, But give me this MLS schedule that you are very upset about. Look, I'm going to be honest here. If, if, if I'm holding up Scott doing that hockey, I almost feel like there's nothing to talk about now because people just, they frankly, they're going to tune me out and just come back and be like, oh, now's a good time to take a piss. I'll come back in a little bit. Um, no, the MLS is coming back, and they're going to try to resume their schedule. They're playing some games. They're splitting it up. I think it's 18 games each, having uh, nine games at each home stadium. And even more than that, they're actually going to have fans in the stands, which – I think is bold and I appreciate them trying, but whew, boy. And like, non-bubble. So here, you're folks? in your home markets now. It is a non-bubble. It is a home market situation. Uh, I would like to think they could pull it off because, you know, the, the athletes, the coaches, everyone, they've kind of learned what's necessary in the bubble and maybe they can still stick to that outside of it. The tricky part's going to be the travel, you know, and that, I think that's always the, the part that's difficult about it is, how do you get from point A to point B and minimize contact? Um, I appreciate them trying this. I appreciate them still having more soccer, but it's just kind of like, what are we playing for? How is this all going to work? Because we're not going to have the balance schedule that we should for the competition that we should, because you really want to try to not have inner Miami flying over to play Seattle as much as possible. Um, it's going to be weird. It's going to be a different season. Really, what we saw in the MLS's back tournament is sort of a reset on the entire league. And I'm intrigued. I'm looking forward to it. But just, man, give it a beat, right? Like, get the teams back in their home cities. Get them training. Get them, like, working through all of that shit outside the bubble. And then maybe throw some games on the schedule. Get 
I don't know. Let you do all that, and then you try to throw fans in the mix. It's like, look, man, you guys did a great job. You put on a competitive sport, regardless of what any of these clowns in our comments say. But don't ruin it now. You know, don't become the next baseball because that's where we're really going to see the value of our sport. All grow. right, that's enough. I've had it. You, hey, you sir, can leave. I told you you were on thin ice. I was, I was just saying it. baseball in the sense just, of all the all the corona tests, man. The last thing you want to do is put on that That was such an unnecessary burn, too. It like, was not. What, no, what other sport no. has had more positive tests besides the SEC? I was just waiting for a baseball burn to cut you off. Uh, <laughs> this has been Stick to Sports brought to you by Boss oh, Man what Brand. What is Robert Taylor saying uh, here in the rest of this? And then he talks. See, I, you know, I like you too, Robert Taylor. I told you, go go take a piss right now. That was the time to do it. Look, everybody, whether you're rocking a hockey playoff beard or a quarantine beard or you got that baby face like Drew still got, what up, our bro? friends at Boss Man Brands can help you out. <laughs> they got supplements to help your beard grow stronger and fuller, all the way to beard oils, pomades, and conditioners. Boss Man Brands' four-step process will get your beard looking its absolute best. Even if you don't rock a beard, they've got razors and lotions to make sure your shave is buttery smooth. Head on over to craftrootsports.com slash beard and use the code sports at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. Sell out. Uh, all right, everybody. It is that time of the week, uh, the time that everybody loves, the time that people uh, look forward to as they they wake up on their Wednesday mornings yes, and they want to know uh, what's going on in the NHL. It is time for Scott... As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Do that hockey, Scott. What you got for us this week? We need to, we need to get him a goal horn, though. Like you he deserves God that damn hype machine. Right. Let's we need to get him a goal horn. Hockey because it is playoff time, and it's the best time in sports, even if it's three months late. <laughs> we are firmly in the middle of playoff hockey. Everything's begun. We got crazy five overtime games that are canceling other sports that people are getting pissed about, but I love it because I mean. All I see is the upset tears that are, are, are coming out of Ohio State fans and, and Ohio <laughs> hockey fans, and, and I can't help but just giggle myself to uh, no end when it comes to NHL I was hockey. so it's, mad it's, that game preempted like, the Reds game. I was so pissed. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, when you're doing that hockey, ain't nothing going to stop doing that hockey, especially not no damn regular season half-ass baseball. Uh, so Scott, now that we are into the playoffs, uh, how you feeling about the uh, the landscape uh, of of the the playoffs here in the NHL? I'm just really excited because the Avalanche are, are in the playoff conversation. I know how upset that makes Red Wings fans back from my days when I really paid attention to, to, to some hockey. So the Avalanche being in the playoffs makes me very happy. I don't think they have much of a chance, but them just being in the playoffs is a good time for NHL fans. How, how high ABV was that beer, Scott? Because you can't be that drunk yet. I'm not, man. I'm, I mean... Oh right, Scott knows hockey. I don't. Sorry, I should shut up. Let him do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is Scott does that hockey. Not you know, you go do that NBA. <laughs> right, that's true. I'm gonna do that NBA all the way to bang. Check out that Bovada account. You know? <laughs> uh, Scott, uh, in uh, outside of the playoffs, there was also some news this week as they did the uh, the draft. We talked about that. Uh, one of those. No, teams no, that no, no. I don't want to talk about the draft. I want to talk about Buffalo bringing back those Royal Blues. Ooh. That was the biggest news of the non. Ice of uh, 
Variety. It was the. It was the. Variety. Scott's about to break Brack over here. Shoot. <laughs> Damn it! I did. I, now you want to talk about pulling a Drew? Uh, but yeah, that was the biggest non-hockey uh, ice-related news. Dude, those are those are slick. Uh, not only did they already have the best jerseys in the NHL, the fact that they're going back to the original color scheme. Fucking chefs with that shit out. <laughs> Everybody needs to go grab them a uh, a royal blue sweater when when they uh, become available for the general public. So Scott, do you, do you think that sweater move is part of their effort to keep Jack Eichel for the long term as their franchise player? Uh, Buffalo hasn't really had a plan uh, since uh, Hasek left. So, I mean, sure, but the the reset in Buffalo happens once every two days. Ladies and gentlemen, anyone who is either in PR or media relations or public speaking needs to learn something from this man right here. (laughs) Kid had no idea what the hell he was talking about and still pulled that shit off. Beautifully. All right, Scott. Now listen. That's why I do that hockey, Drew. Come that's on, right, man. I know. I know you don't want to talk the draft, but I do feel like this is an important question. So the Rangers get the number one overall pick uh, this season, which Fucking some people, yeah, God, some people are very. Uh, there's some conspiracy theories going around on that one. Uh, but do you think the presumptive overall pick, Alexis Lafreniere, uh, will fit in on a team well that already real has a talented on, top line left that, winger? Real quick before I get to that, if, if the NHL were to have some type of conspiracy when it comes to the draft. If the NBA had a frozen envelope to make sure that things were rigged, what does the NHL have? It's got to be heated. Is that shit like on fire? (laughs) It smells like burning off the Rangers. Like... That is that how it works. It's got to be right. It's got to be. Okay. I just wanted to get that in there. Make sure we get, we we understood that if they do conspiracy theory, they're going to do it different. Right. Yeah. It's got. It can't be frozen envelope. Uh, so, do you yeah. think Alexis is going to fit in on a team that already has a, a super talented top line left winger like our Artemi Panarin? Uh, or and also, do you think Artemi Panarin? <laughs> <laughs> Also, do you think the Rangers would have won the play-in round if they would have started Shesterskin uh, over Lundqvist? What do you think? The only Alexis I know is Texas. So I, every, every, everything after Alexis, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, sure. I mean, the, the Rangers could have made the playoffs if, if the NHL wasn't trying to make sure they got the first overall pick. Mm, that's a good point. Maybe that's it. Maybe that it was a tank because uh, they knew they were getting that number one overall pick. Uh, it's definitely a frozen envelope situation, to say the least. No, we just went over that. It was a scorching hot yeah. envelope. It was a, no, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, sure. All right. Uh, I got another what one. What we need to do now is instead of Scott naming black hockey players, Mike just, Mike just naming hockey European player. hockey players because that was fucking gold. Man. Tyson Guys, real said, quick, I'm "We so got happy breaking right news. Uh, your favorite coach, uh, Dabo, William. says William. that uh, <laughs> he doesn't believe the absence of two Power Five conference devalues this year's national." <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I, but honestly, you know, to be fair, Scott, it doesn't because the only one for the Big Ten that win it anyways is Ohio State, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck it, we're gonna keep playing." I mean, oh, he's Harry right about Price the Pac-12. Gloves. He's right about Harry the Pac-12. That doesn't devalue anything. Fine, the Pac-12 wasn't no, making the playoffs yeah, anyways. Devalue shit. But you can't say, "Oh, what an idiot, William Sweeney, what a dummy." Yeah, I know the, no, idea, the idea that if you just take one of the conference out that is you know paramount to college football, it and, like, it Scott, won't it don't matter. Who anything. From- 
who from the who from the fake ten is actually going to win a national oh, title? I mean, that's I'm not, not Ohio saying, State. I know. I'm not saying that they have a chance to win it, but it's just like it'd be like taking an entire division out in one of the major sports where you're just like, eh, well, nobody from that division was going to win it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right? All right, like you can't just say that. Hang oh, on. So you mean like the Central and the the Eastern Conference, the NBA? We gotta we gotta grill this one up, fellas. Uh, so uh, on the hot take barbecue scale, where does Everybody Williams? Uh, and we were going to do a hot take barbecue later. Uh, we'll come back to it again. But where does Will's take uh, that the lack of Big Ten and Pac-12 doesn't devalue a national championship uh, on a scale of freezer meat all the way to, to burnt crispy? Where's that one fall for you, Scott? It's a frozen envelope. <laughs> It's pretty bad. Like I said, you can't just, I mean, you can say whatever you want. It just doesn't make it true. I mean, if we've had asterisks and, you know, just remember, it's like, I don't know who said it this week in the NBA. It might have been Doc Rivers, but he's like, oh, this is, it's one of those sound bites. It was just like, well, this champion is going to be remembered, you know, for all time. Like, this is going to be, and it's just because of the circumstances, not because, not because of being like legit champs. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, that time that they played in a bubble this team won it and right. I remember that but i mean it's not going to be because yeah like the real reason you want to be remembered for winning a championship all right let's uh let's get back to doing that hockey let's let's Wait, do asshole more. i don't get to have a, a oh no this. go ahead okay sorry sorry drew i apologize uh the the fans are clamoring for more hockey but go ahead drew oh, i get it we'll get back there but no, on a scale is, of freezer is, meat to to burnt crispy toast this uh, is a burnt crispy toast because the best part about take. this shit's gonna be is when his ass loses to nick saban yet again he's like oh but this doesn't matter this isn't real <laughs> this is a fake season asterisk then someone's gonna get to feed will those words right up his fucking asshole and his shit ass slide in that piece of crap they call clemson fuck that guy and the horse he rode in on. actually i want to see that horse fuck him I got that, that took that took a turn, everybody. I, uh, I dislike that man so severely. It's just not even. You I, you, you hide it so well, Drew. Uh, all right, I try. Scott. I try to be impartial. We're journalists here, you know, <laughs> integrity and whatnot. So, Scott, though, what you want to do about that hockey now? Scott, here's what I want to ask you next. Uh, the Penguins okay. and the Oilers have been knocked out. Uh, so now you've got big stars like Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby and Leon Drastal and Avenny Malkins. Uh, all of these guys are now Fuck gone. Guys. Who are some of the players that you are looking forward to seeing continuing on as the playoffs go? Patrick Kane. Because, I mean, you know, my, my man's doing his thing in, in Chicago like he's always been doing it, and I'm always a Team USA fan for Patrick Kane. I can't believe you did not name a black hockey player. I'm blown away by that. Like, all I'm you had pretty, to do. I'm pretty sure you're not shocked. Like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, be, let's be brutally honest. Uh, I, I, if I would have named one, they wouldn't, like, be they black be- right now. <laughs> Like if I named one, they, they'd be one of the ones that weren't playing. They so got eliminated. Like, I, I, look, look, I know for a fact Evander Kane isn't playing because the San Jose Sharks blew it. So, but I can't tell you one that's in. All right, let's well, talk. Probably the one that I didn't even know was black two weeks ago. I was just saying Scott was plugged in enough to know that Patrick wasn't playing because he's on the shit Devils. Although they probably traded him to Chattanooga or something. Yeah. yeah, no, like I, I had it's like real quick with the, knowing that I, I happen to know just a couple of teams. And so as soon as I didn't see those logos, I'm like, well, 
I know that, you know, Kane and Patrick aren't in there. Uh, I can't really name any of the other guys, but their teams, I damn sure ain't picking them out of the lineup. So. I, I will say, though, like Scott, is, he is ingrained in this to the point that his family is even putting this respect on him. Because he was before the show, he was like looking some stuff on his phone, and, and Cheryl was she was talking. Was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And Scott was like, "Oh, I'm just checking some hockey stuff." She goes, "But I thought you knew hockey." And Scott was like, "Well, yeah, but I'm doing more research." So like, it's spreading. Everyone knows that if you need hockey tidbits and information, studying up, Scott's the man. Scott's to go the to. way to go. I, I'm like the Adam Schefter of hockey, bitches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Scott, here you go. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, team shitting down their legs. So the two best teams in the NHL regular season before it uh, ended prematurely, of course, was St. Louis and Boston. Uh, they looked like absolute dog shit in the round-robin tournament. Uh, so do you think they can find a way to flip the switch and get back to playing the way they're capable, or was the long layoff just too much for them? Uh, well, I mean, I give St. Louis a chance cause they, they were left for dead last year at the beginning of the playoffs and ended up winning it all. So the, the, they're no, the, this is familiar territory for them. So they've got a chance to turn around, but Boston's fucked. <laughs> all that racism is finally caught up during this That's black right. lives matter movement. And so, yeah, the, the Bruins better just pack it on in and hope for next year, which starts in like. 10 minutes. Cam, so, Cam showed up in Boston and that was it. Racism's on its way out in Boston, so they got to do some house cleaning anyway. Uh, all right. Well, to last... be fair, though, apparently Cam and Julian Edelman, they're, they're building a, a friendship. Well, yeah, there you go. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had a white running back. He knows how to work with white skill players. <laughs> Oh, well, I've got one more question for you, Scott. This is my last okay, question. Drew, ahead. I don't know. Do you have any other questions for Scott? Uh, to oh, do that I hockey? just like riding off the sidecar, what you throw on him. <clears throat> All right, perfect. Uh, so this one, uh, this one's a, a pretty, you know, this one's a tough one here, Scott. And I think you're going to have to really think about this one. So who okay. would you say is the breakout star of this year's playoffs? Would mm-hmm. you say uh, Andres Venikitskov or Pierre-Luc <laughs> Dubois? Uh, and what does each mean to their respective teams? <laughs> You uh, did much no, no, better no, no. on that then. Uh, Excuse me, can you can you repeat the question? Sure, sure, I can repeat it. <laughs> Who is the breakout star of this year's playoffs? Is it Andres? <laughs> you were so close. Svechnikov. So yes! Andre Svechnikov or Pierre-Luc Dubois. And you nailed that one the first time too. Uh, what does each mean to their respective team? Tyson um, saying this is cold. They're they're gonna. It means that uh, whichever one of those two plays the best for the respective team is 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 the team that has the best chance to win. I mean, it's no doubt that those are two premier players in the game right who now. Who were they again? They, what, what what who were they again? They're gonna give hundred and ten percent. You know, they're gonna go out there. Yeah, don't give do me this bullshit can. coach speak answer. <laughs> name the guys. Speak? Name the guys and tell me what you think. Uh, it, it was what it they was mean. Andre, it was Andre Pugin, yeah? <laughs> and uh, uh, so JB Dubois. <laughs> JB. Is it is it bad that when I was reading this dude's name, I kept thinking Missy Elliot? Missy Elliot. I was thinking Andre. You racist bastard. No, because I was thinking of her song where she where she yeah, flips it and reverses that it. Ass Russian dude made him think of that. Andre Smirnoff. Like that's what I. Smirnoff. That's fucking hard. Now I know the song. Is nervous I didn't understand the missing. Oh, I didn't understand it at all, and then you did it. I'm like, oh shit, no, I know what he means. 
this, <laughs> this is bad because like I had to pee before and I, and I took care of it because I'm like I ain't gonna last the show and now it's bad because you're making me giggle. I think that a uh, a minor segment every week of me doing that hockey should be Mike doing those hockey names. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I'm down. Make, All right. Make Mike name the Russians. Drew, you just give me a list of names uh, and I will I will put them on the screen and I will try to do it. And Tyson pointing out you did it. Uh, we derailed you. You fell out of frame laughing. So goal accomplished on this one you, you, you got me that was genuine so i was like mike's so like, it how long week. are we gonna mess around pretend like we know what we're doing before we just cut over and become a hockey podcast i think we should just do crap just hockey. Like, imagine if we this put out Scott a, doing a that hockey. hockey i was gonna say a hockey only podcast it's like we haven't even tapped into going. college hockey or like the minor leagues like, how, there's sus- all kinds of how sustainable is this for an hour like how long could we realistically do this before people know, are man, like what the, the hell am I We've watching. done this shit for like 20 minutes, so... That's a good I mean, point. Scott... I mean, to be fair, it's one of our, our most popular segments. It, is. it really it's is. our only popular segment. Uh, that's that's, a, that's a fair we point. We gotta get t-shirts with do that Scott, do I think uh, SNL and NBC would have some issues with that. Scott, thank you. Wait, before... Oh, 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 no, no, no. I was gonna go say, ahead. I did have some shit for Scott, so... You said so before Scott, you didn't. That's why I stopped... Uh, yeah, I lied. No, you Sometimes. definitely did. You definitely I did. I definitely did. And now we wasted the Andre Missyelli it and now this better be funnier than that drew Uh-oh. that's all i'm saying that's all i'm, I'm saying out. okay yeah that's what i thought learn to go out on wow. the high note man ferocious <laughs> you gotta tell me when you're holding on to gold mike Let's do that hockey. Oh. i gave you the opportunity i tried to get you in there i didn't realize you were holding a missy elliott reference like that up your sleeve usually your content's <laughs> trash and it's just buying us time till you can find the next drop damn and don't show. tell me to read the doc ahead of time because you know I can't read. I went to save you. None of that the was show in the is fantastic. None of that was in the doc. That. Shout out to Tyson. Tyson sent me those questions earlier today, and I was like, "Hey man, I'm well gonna done, need some. Tyson. I'm gonna need some pronunciations right. on those names." And he was like, "No, nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you figure that out." Actually, no, it worked out perfectly. Time, give him annotations the names, but give him like the Merriam-Webster dictionary annotations with like umlauts and shit. You don't even just to see him you fuck could it up even you more. could lie to me and I would have no idea. I would totally just say whatever you said the pronunciation was for any of those <sighs> names. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good do that His hockey name Scott. Is N- Nagar. Nail <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> That's how you get them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Since when do they get hockey players in Africa? <laughs> Senegal's got someone playing in the NHL. How the fuck that happened? Tyson's oh. saying next, next week, week all is all players. Tyson, yes. Right. Just send me Please a list of names, happen, Tyson. Bro. What we're gonna do is we'll intertwine questions. We'll do we'll ask Scott a question, he'll answer it, and then I have to pronounce a name. Like and we'll we'll do a combo. Well, no, no. Why, why don't we make you pronounce the name as part of the question? That's fair. Uh, it just because then I screw up the question because I'm laughing too hard. Uh, but fair enough. And I like it. That's a problem because why? It's not really a problem at all. Um, all right, guys. I've got a plan to fix college football. I've I've thought this all the way through. We can do a college football bubble. It's it's possible. I it can like, be done. Is this conspiracy theory intro worthy? <laughs> Because it feels like X Files, man. It, yeah, it feels it's, like it's out it, there. It's kind of hard to to do those things when you're not paying guys. Uh, also, how do you pronounce Alex Overchicken's name? 
Alex Ovechkin? It's Alex Ovechkin. And I mean, we're moved on. We're talking about college football bubbles. We're just talking about a guy's ass kick today. Go ahead. So this college okay, so here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying here, guys. Uh, I There's been a couple ideas that have been floated with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling. They are saying that... Uh, uh, and the MAC, too, dick. And the MAC. Uh, also, there were a couple HBCU conferences that have canceled. I think the Sun Belt canceled. Biscuit, by the way, sorry, Biscuit saying that I reminded him of Harry Carey trying to pronounce player <laughs> names around the sixth <laughs> inning. That's a fairly accurate description of what I just butchered on this show here um all right so uh, there's been these ideas floated around like people are saying why don't we just take the top 25 put them in a bubble and let them have a tournament to determine oh, wait a minute. Who that's wins. bullshit the top 25 preseason preseason poll? rankings is there anything more inaccurate than a top 25 preseason no. football poll in no college? and that's why i don't think well, that'll hold work. on not only not only that that's not going to be possible because remember they care about the student athletes and <laughs> sorry and they won't <laughs> let them play they won't let them take away precious study time in in december to uh play more games well here's it's it's not possible that's why a bubble could work a bubble could work because most schools are going hybrids of in-person and online learning so this is if we're going to do a bubble this is the time to do it because they can take their classes from the bubble going to be to figure out how to work zoom they have to they do it for their meetings i watched hard knocks Football players use Zoom all the time oh, now. Oh, no, that's NFL. Those are pro people. But, they hire but what, are they gonna do, that's good what are they going to do in the bubble when somebody hands them a sandwich and it's a fucking violation and then, then their team Yeah, what on. if that bagel's got cream cheese? Okay, on? okay, like so there's... Their team's sanctioned in the bubble. Fair enough, fair enough. There are things that the NCAA is going to have to allow, like uh, like uh, meals <laughs> like that... Them like humans? <laughs> like meals that don't come from the calf. Yeah, and and they're going be, to have to like, let them stay in uh, somewhere that... That, that other uh, students don't have access to. They're gonna they're gonna have to do that. So the NCAA is gonna have to make Wait, some concessions. How do they get their conjugal visits then? Uh, well, okay, so that's part of this bubble. You can't. Wait, are the hostesses included as part of the student athletes? No, you you're gonna have to. It's gonna uh, have to just be lefty and righty to get you through the bubble. Like you can't. There's no smash. They do it like the NBA and fly in strippers. No, because no. how can they get afford to pay for the strippers with the money that they don't have? The college. Well, boosters. but yeah, Miami, they'll just. But the boosters the, don't have access to the bubble. But they have. They, they can pay the strippers. Just, they can Venmo. I mean, look, the booster, Venmo. Hold on, are the boosters on the vetted list? It's like, do you have to prove you have a long-standing oh, relationship no, with the Scott. booster? Okay, the booster but, to, to get them in. The but, booster. Okay, hang on. Be there, just their money. Okay, yeah, exactly. There's Venmo. There's yeah. things that can so work. It can't uh, just be through. It's got to be like the the NBA thing, where it's like, well, you, you can't just prove that you talk to these boosters through social media. You like, you yeah. have to show us some Scott, pictures. Get off from, the boosters. No one gives a shit about the boosters. No one wants the boosters there. We just want their money. I know, but I. I don't understand like how it's okay for the boosters but it's not okay to actually pay them listen no, forget the playing them the money forget for paying the them strippers. these are these are student athletes scott and i'm trying to lay out a plan that allows student athletes to be students and athletes dual and allow purpose, us dual purpose tutor strippers student athletes oh that's actually a good idea stripper. that's okay, a good but idea i've got a good idea while, while, the boosters. while they're inside this bubble that they're not getting paid for why don't we release the restrictions on them practicing and just make them do it 24 7 so they'll be like uh you're in this bubble you can do your own oh my god like a thunderdome like, like escape from la style right, like you never oh, stop practicing that. i actually who's gonna make 
Who's going to make us do anything about it? Because, I mean, it's not like that's, we're forcing you. That's part of, that's part of the that channel. Look, that's part of the bubble is it's you're going to have some weird times for everything. Like you're going to have to stagger practices uh, like somebody is going to have the 10 p.m. practice. Sorry, that's how it worked out, because we only have one field that we're working with here inside of this bubble. Everybody quarantines on a campus that's been closed. Each school gets their own dorm, and you go by conference, so like ACC goes to Charlotte, and they stay, each team has their own dorm that they stay in, and that's it. That's their ooh, that's their place ooh, to stay. Bring their see, weight room on, in though. there. Like, but then you're dealing with, you only get that North Carolina barbecue. Mm, that's a good point. You know what I mean? We, like, what if what if your offensive line is from Texas? Maybe we could bring in like some things into the bubble, like bring in some types of. Well, wait, that's impermissible benefits because these are student athletes first, and that's the most important thing is that they're students. Well, they need the Look, I don't and care athletes. what happens as long as they're not getting paid. Still, well, no, 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 definitely not getting paid. We can't oh, no, let them get paid. paid. Like, uh, Scott, nobody is. Scott, they're still getting an education. No, but right, they, strippers. There is oh, okay. nobody getting paid in this scenario yeah, except for the coaches. The coaches the athletic directors and the schools based on the TV revenue that is generated by this, but nobody else gets paid. That's part, so that's like number one on the bubble sure list. That the, like those contracts get paid out because they're like, well, shit, we got to right. play these games because we've got these contracts to pay. We got to pay Bill. The players, so <laughs> we got to pay Bill. We, his we got to pay Bill his millions. Uh, we so can't default on uh, these paychecks. To right, these right. If, if we don't get this, mm. if we don't get this TV white, money, we, so we got to make sure they stay fed. I mean, that's what uh, that's one. Otherwise. That's one side, and that'd be a shame. Well, no one would want that, right, Scott? Because then, how do we keep electing Republicans? All right, guys. So we get the guys into the bubble, right? They're in the bubble now, right? Uh, and and Wait, now are they we... flying or are they are they busing? Oh, we probably have to bus them only because airplanes might be impermissible. Uh, you make a walk because I mean they haven't been playing actually. Yet, okay, so hang on. Train. That's hang right. on. That's good preseason. Training. Yes, exactly. Yeah, this is yeah. your conditioning. Full gear walk to wherever the bubble is. The march, we'll march, we'll march. You know, it, it, it's like they do in the service. Well, but, no, they, but, but no face shields because they can't breathe with those on on their helmets. You don't want to do that. That's a good so point. Like, um, all right, okay. So, but we will mask. You got masks are required within the bubble and on the way the to helmet, the bubble right? under, under the, the helmet. helmet. Yeah, so under it'll be helmet. yeah. Masks yeah. are fine, but they can't have any specific messaging on them because. Again, student athletes, we don't want anything crazy. So let's. There's no message. It's got to be a plain well, black. Ma- someone, well, it can't be black because that can be interpreted the school wrong. School to put their message. On that's the a good point. For their yeah, well, that's no, that's no, true. No, 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 no. But I mean, if you're white and you want to display Bible messages, that's okay too. Because I mean, we'll, that's okay. But area codes, we'll no. Area codes are not allowed. Yeah, no, 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 but it's, it's got. No it's got to be. A, it's got to be approved 401c. Like it's got to be a, an approved non charity. Uh, Actually, let's just let's just cut to the. The chase. Let's just make things simple. If you're white, whatever you want to put on your face is fine. Okay. Like this, this, yeah. This yeah. Except for blackface. Like, I mean, they can't put blackface on, right? They, your paint they can't put blackface on because that'd be weird. Yeah, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of blackface because so. you don't want to have us in a weird spot. That's a, but, that's a yeah. Everything else you can put, you put the on rest your face of it is, is cool. Okay. All right. Cool. Also, so, we'll probably pay you guys eventually. Like just you guys. It's fine. No. Still, still student athletes. I don't like this. I don't like. I don't like any of them getting paid. So why would we pay him, Scott? Like we don't have to. Well, because they they really want to hammer at home that it's not just about not. Well, no, but pay see, here's athletes. the thing, though. It's Scott, actually it's about like, what well, not well, wanting well, no, to make Scott, poor Scott. black kids any type of rich. So Scott, like, we want to keep all the poor kids we'll just, poor. So some of those white kids may be poor. So let's just keep them poor too, right? Like we want to keep all the poor people poor. So yeah, pay no one in, anything. In, but in the middle of it, there's this fear that they'll become the minority. So it's like, well, let's pull pull the poor whites up with us, and so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll stay. Mm, no, the guys. 
No, because they eat any sandwiches and stuff, and like you don't want them in your country club. Guys, mm. guys, I'm starting to think a bubble's not going to work in college football. What do you mean? No, no we, I think no, I, th- I think totally we've got to figure it out. We, we just yeah. workshopped it. What are you talking right. about? Right. There's I'm, just a few things that got to tweak. I'm just seeing right. some. I'm seeing some things that I don't feel comfortable with uh, in regards to the bubble in college football. Like, are Wait, we? You mean like some procedural football things, or like some societal stuff? Like, like, are we basically trying to push college uh, football to play during a, a pandemic as a form of modern day slavery? Is that essentially what what this is right now? No, it's already modern day slavery. Oh, we're just, we're oh just well, then in that case, the center. bubble's on. The bu- bubble's back on then. If it's already been <laughs> right, like that, then screw exactly. it. That's okay. Great. All right. So look, around. a bubble can work, around. guys. Okay. A bubble can work. That's all we're trying to say here. Thank oh, you guys okay. for popping that bubble. Uh, this has been popping that bubble. This is that's that's uh, fantastic. I think we figured this all out, right? We got it. Yeah. yeah. So Any this loose is ends? Finally, the year that Notre Dame wins the national championship, right? And it totally counts. Absolutely. That according yes. to Will, it does. Uh, if you guys want to rock some craft root sports gear and spread the word about what you are watching, head on over to our shop. Go to craftrootsports.com slash shop. We got hats back in stock. They're nice and tall. We got tank tops. We got t-shirts. Hit it up. Craftrootsports.com slash shop for all your show gear. And most importantly, too, I had heard a rumor. I had heard a rumor. I don't want to confirm it. But I heard a rumor there's going to be some doing that hockey merch. There's a possibility of some whoa, whoa, whoa. doing that oh, hockey merch. Maybe just keep your eyes peeled. Just, on the just head on that, yeah. that way. Uh, so also, I'll tell you what, it's going to sell it real fast because I'm going to buy it all. <laughs> I'm going to buy it all. Family, and then, friends. And then charge you double the price on the, <laughs> the black market for it. Also, it. That's a great idea. I didn't even think about that. I was just like, no, because like then I'm covered all the birthdays, anniversaries, Christmas, Thanksgiving. I'm I've got good. a lot down on Craft Roots Sports. No. If you want it, you gotta come. I cornered that market, bitch. Also, we want to give a shout out to More Labs. More Labs helps us function the next day after we get drunk and ramble and do all kinds oh, of weird sweet stuff Jesus, on this show. More Labs saved my ass this week. I'd be fired. Head on over to morelabs.com. Get yourself some morning recovery so that you can wake up feeling fresh the next day after drinking guaranteed just take one bottle before you go to sleep uh and you will wake up feeling amazing guaranteed morelabs.com use the code sports to get 20 percent off your entire order get yourself some dream well get yourself some liquid focus uh get some aqua plus uh stuff to rehydrate you focus sleep and deal with those hangovers morelabs.com use the code sports Sell out all right, fellas. Hey, so I got a I got a Mookie does that more lab segment real quick, and, and <laughs> this is only okay because I know no one from work listens to this show because no one listens to this show. But like, yep, thanks. And I, thanks for the confidence I, boost. Hey, you know what, guys? We had a lot of viewers today. We had fourteen at one point live viewers. I tied one on Saturday, and it was a great ass time. I yelled at this Chinese projector I bought that didn't have the right instructions and didn't have the right cables. I definitely thought it was going in a weird direction. I was like, "Oh my god!" That's that's the best part. I love to toe that line to keep you boys on your toes, but like, it was a great Saturday night, and I was I woke up Sunday. I was like, "Man, I feel pretty damn good." And then I looked, and I was like, "Oh, my more labs is still there." Interesting. Maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought. And then at like 3 p.m., I was like, oh, no, I was drunk this whole time. <laughs> and I was like, well, we already pulled out the box anyways. Let's see what happens. Pop that boy down. And I'll tell you what, it was smooth sailing from there because usually when I'm still drunk at 3 p.m. on a Sunday, Monday and Tuesday going to be shit. 
dude, that's and not a, that is me. not a good time. Uh, once never you never a good time. Uh, all right, fellas. This has been good radio brought to you by Mookie. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm just trying to support our sponsor and let you guys know the different ways they can save your life and your profession and therefore your marriage. Boys. That's true. Hey. That's true. All right, fellas, let's uh, let's grill up some, some barbecue here, some hot takes. Uh, I got a couple hot takes for you. Uh, Scott, thank you, by the way, for bringing up Bill's hot take because that was a, a great way to get into this. William. This William. I, you know, I like Bill. All right, here's your first hot take for the week. Uh, this one comes from at G underscore Statham. G said the NBA, the best professional sport for TV, period. Hashtag hot take. Uh, Scott, we'll go to you first on a scale from freezer meat to uh, super well done. How hot is this take? The NBA, the best professional sport for TV, period. Um, I'm gonna go medium on this one. This is a this is a pretty solid take, to be honest with you. I mean, when you see everything in the NBA, like it's one of those things where it's like it conveys all the action within the one shot pretty well. And then anytime they do go up close and tight, it's you know for the the best part of the action. Like, I, I mean. Really, they've kind of perfected it with it, just because everything kind of happens within the frame. So, I, I mean, I, I'm sure that you can make an argument for other sports, like, individually with little things that they do well, but I, I think it's a pretty solid take. I'll, I'll give it a medium. Medium take. Uh, Drew, how does this take fall for you? Well, I appreciate Scott's, like, well-reasoned, educated take as a TV producer, but I'm going to give it maybe a two a medium rare like i don't know the nba is great but there's just a lot of games that are just not entertaining or worth watching until like february and well okay but see that's the thing it wasn't talking about like the entertainment value it was talking about the sport itself for the television so like uh, you are extrapolating a lot of meaning out of like a 15 word. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm cool. saying. Like, I mean, so, he didn't say it's the best entertainment value for your team. Like, you're screen, right. Period. You know what, Scott? I, I will give you credit on that. And I guess I have to agree with you from that standpoint. Yes, they can keep the whole Thank floor you. and ball in frame. It shoots well, cool, whatever. This is boring. Next, I'm gonna I'm gonna go medium well on this one. I think it's a it's a good hot take. It's enough of a it's enough of a hot take that it's gonna stir up debate, and I think that's important when it comes to hot takes. You got to have debate based yeah. on it. So that's a key ingredient to a good hot take is will it spark debate? And this one will definitely spark debate. Uh, and I don't think it's wrong. I kind of agree with it. Although the yeah. the best professional sport for TV period is golf. But Play that's beside the, besides the point. Uh, Let's talk the next hot take that we have this week. Oh this one comes from at T.O. Bruce underscore who said hashtag hot take Dame Lillard Greater than, greater than, greater than Allen Iverson. Shrug emoji, shrug emoji, shrug emoji. How hot is this take? Uh, Drew, we'll go to you first. Yeah, let me hop in here first. This is a hot-ass take. I mean, damn, like to to lean to your point about debate, (laughs) there's actually some meat to that one. Um, AI, no doubt, Hall of Famer, easily hands down but you want to talk accolades in terms of actually winning things he got to the finals once right and that was it but they didn't win 
Dame hasn't quite gotten that far, but I think he's gone deeper in the playoffs more frequently. What they mean to their team, their city. Oh, man. Shit. This is one that would make Skip's head explode. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Why didn't I think of this? That's a tough one. That's that's that is a a five. You're saying right? you're saying it's well done, crispy. It take. is a well done, crispy, burning piece of steak. Scott, uh, where does this take rate right for you? Dame Lillard, greater than, greater than, greater than Allen Iverson. I mean, as the resident NBA expert, I'm gonna have to defer to Drew on this one. But thank you for I for appreciate real. That. For real though, this is absolutely a five. Like this is a super fire take. Like because you really do got to stop and think yeah. about it. And it's like, what are you gonna argue on? Right. And I, I think, I think. It's true, and, and the reason why I'm going to lean towards Lillard is an actual better player than Iverson. Like, skill and talent-wise, like, Allen Iverson was off the charts, right? But, like, mm-hmm. Dame Lillard has made his team way better than, like, I know, you know, Allen carried his, but it's like, he didn't really make the team better. He just straight up lifted it, and it was like, it had no business being there. Whereas I think Lillard makes his team better, but, like, the problem is the Philadelphia versus the Portland thing. Like, yeah. They both kind of shit cities for, for NBA well, hoops, right? Well, no. I mean, one of them is still like a big East Coast city and, and during the doc, even during the Dr. J. It's Philadelphia. Like, they're crazy sports town. No, no. I, no, I get that. I'm saying, sure. like, organizationally. Like, they weren't, like, they don't have great presidents, GMs. Like, they weren't a sure. solid space. I, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, they did have Barkley. They've got, like... They've got enough history behind them that they're like an NBA franchise that at least yeah, but like Barkley weren't playing respect. with AI. No, 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 I know. But what I'm saying is, when, when you're talking about the two franchises, it's like one's in Portland and one's in. They Philly. got some like, tradition. They expect to win. I yeah, should, I get you. right. I get and you. so it's like it's yeah. like Lillard gets lost in this mix. Like I can only imagine. I mean, it sucks to say, but it's like it's kind of like the baseball thing, where it's just like he. He might be the he's the anti Derek Jeter. Jeter got all the accolades because he played <laughs> in a good team and wasn't actually that good, but because of the team yeah. he played for. He, he flipped that he flipped that one ball to what's his ass and catcher at home plate. Yeah, and he got because, tagged. Like that's yeah, what it was. Because, like Derek uh, did Jeremy that one thing didn't that one time. That wasn't even you know. that good. But anyway, uh, and then you got Lillard, who it's like you know he, he he's a, he's a superstar, but he plays in Portland. Like it's dude, I, I gotta be honest. I feel like Dame is he's changed his game. What is he? He's been in the league like eight, ten years. He's been around for a while, and I feel like he's evolved and grown his he game has. too over that and that's, time. And that's the thing about Iverson. You know? He never really did like Iverson. Oh, he was always a slasher. Yeah, yeah, he was. He he never changed, and eventually, like age caught up with him, and it just wasn't possible to do what he did anymore. But see, that's why this was a five. It's a great. This is this, this is solid. It's a great. Now take. He's the best take. That's let's ever let the Irish guy show. weigh in now. Well, I was gonna say it. It would have been medium well if he only used two greater than signs, but since he used three. Uh, that elevates this one even higher. Uh, that it's it's a fantastic take. The debate that it sparked just between you guys shows just how fire of a take this is. This one is a god damn it, you left it on the grill too long and now it's ruined take because it's so hot and so fire. Uh, let's move on this to the. This is like you put napalm on the on the the grill and now our house is burning. Yes, hey. this is like the waiter is going to look at you funny for ordering your steak that way uh, at the steakhouse take. 
Uh, all right, let's well, get into our agenda. Doesn't get to order her own steak at the steakhouse. <laughs> let's get into our uh, our final hot take here on the barbecue. This one comes from at n train thirty eight, who said last night. Hashtag hot take. Sean McVay's fiance cheats on him constantly. Hashtag hard knocks. <laughs> N train got Scott to fall out of frame. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go first. I'm going to go yeah. quick because uh, I ain't watching it? the hard knocks yet because I'm still catching the last chance. You stupid hot take because Scott's falling out of frame. <laughs> Next. I'm going to go with a very spicy take and honestly one that I thought of last night while watching uh, Hard Knocks. I actually thought this may be the case. Scott, what do you think about this take? So, I was... (laughs) I started to watch Hard Knocks and I saw her pop up. And at first, I confused her with our good friend there in Arizona. Uh, oh, Cliff. Yeah, Cliff's Instagram wife that he he found. So for a split second, I was like, Dude, oh, are they banging God. the same chick? No, no. no. Completely different. Oh. But what I'm saying is like, I was like, oh, that's right. She's, and I'm like, oh, no, wait. I'm thinking of a different, oh, this is Sean McVay's. And I saw her and the conversations they were having. I was just like. She's somewhere else, isn't she? She's not really like she, she's talking about how excited she is to have him around, but really, she's like, fucking COVID has had me hanging around with my husband. I can't stand this shit. I definitely got those vibes. That is why that take is flaming Cheetos hot, man. That is. Oh, dude, I've been crushing the inflaming Cheetos lately. Oh, like, that's been the go to in my grocery God. order. I can't even stop. That I had a is... half bag last night, and my butthole was. Just, just when I thought there was no way that anybody was going to have a better take than Lillard is greater than him. Yeah, this N train. N train dropping this bomb on a super oh. spicy hot take. Burnt, crispy God. toast. Uh, well done, N train. This has been Hot Take Barbecue. Uh, if you find any hot takes, you see anything that you want us to grill up on the barbecue and debate about, send them our way at Craft B Sports. You can hit us up on Twitter or on Instagram at Craft B Sports. Uh, hot Take Barbecue, one of my favorite segments that we do. That it's, was priceless. What I don't uh, understand is if you're Sean McVay, why are you getting married, bro? That's a good. Well, did you see? Okay, you haven't you haven't watched it yet. So let's do let's do some knocking hard. Uh, this is where we'll we'll do this oh, weekly. Let's, let's knock this hard. Yeah, let's knock it hard right now, fellas. Uh, this is where we talk hard knocks. Uh, we'll recap each episode. So if you haven't watched it yet, uh, just go ahead and just put it on mute. Don't sign out. Just go ahead and put Spoiler it on mute. Alerts. Uh, I watch it, but that's fine. It's you know it is what it is. You can you can tell what's going to happen this season. It's going to be a lot of COVID talk. It's also an they're interesting gonna season. Dudes, they're going to cry. Yes, it's typical hard knocks. Like they've already laid it out where you can see the groundwork that's coming. Uh, but there's there was some good things like uh, McVeigh's wife. Uh, she at one point she was like, "Hey, uh, let's have some rosé. You want some rosé? We'll we'll celebrate with some rosé <laughs> before I'm lo- before you're lost to football." Uh, uh, and also, they—they, they, uh, I liked Todd Lynn's wife. I didn't realize they met in Cleveland. I didn't realize she was a Cleveland chick. Did you know that? Oh, she's faithful then, because he got—he got her. He, got her he said, he, "He said who? Who was this? Todd Lynn? It's Anthony Lynn, but whatever." Oh God damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you, you messed up the black guy's name. It's cool. You think I was gonna let that slide though? No chance. Go ahead. Racist. No, totally. I don't know. Oh God. Anyways, he. Uh, <laughs> 
there's a there's only like three black well, coaches party, left. Spike You're not gonna come. not pronounce his name. Give him give him the correct name or something. You can game. easily opt out of this shit too by being like Coach Lynn, dummy. New oh, so oh no! Oh no! Because I, I didn't even that. realize they said Todd. God, I don't know why God, Todd came is. out. Look how ready he is right now. Well, that's because I was just oh. laughing really hard. That's because I was laughing really hard. But uh, okay, so dude, anyway, hang on. New game. I now need to name all the black coaches in the NFL uh, next week. I have to name all of the uh, black head coaches Coach in the NFL. Green. <laughs> you racist bastard. And he's dead, R.I.P. Fuck, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, damn. I'm so glad. Hard knocks, I'm so glad. That's way worse than me saying Todd instead that, of Anthony. He's <laughs> coaching the NFL for like 10 years, though. Okay, anyway, back to hard knocks. No, what I want to talk about first is, Scott, what are you drinking over there? It looks good. <laughs> so my wife picked up uh, Wake Me Up. It's a hazelnut coffee milk stout. I, was gonna I, figured, say, right, like, drinking a stout. Like a, uh... I figured I'd just keep going with it. And uh, it's from Weedman's. Let's do a Six quick, uh, do a and quick taste like fresh, it's delicious. fresh print scale. Where is it falling? But so we can just, we mm. can just. I'm going to put it on any of the episodes. Jazz got thrown out of the house. <laughs> and, and we've talked about, we, we've talked about jazz Yo. on this show before, and we know how excited I am and how uh, how much I love any of those episodes with jazz getting thrown out of the house. So <laughs> it's pretty solid. So Scott, is it is it any episode where jazz gets thrown out of the house, or is it? The clip show episode where we see all the time thrown out of the house, right? Like that's that's a high bar. Yeah, that's I was gonna say. It's like, I'll that's just do. Bar. I'll just pick any dealer's choice of any episode. That any episode, all right, like right the on, clip bro. episode. Like that's. It, I mean, that's asking a lot, right there. Right. All right. Yeah. So, favorite moment from Hard Knocks this week uh, for me was when they were doing the COVID tests at the beginning. I don't know which team. It's kind of weird when they're going back and forth between the Chargers and the Rams uh, since they're doing two different teams. But there's one dude that's sitting down talking to the lady that's administering the test, and he's very worried about it. And uh, he says, Is, are you going to poke my brain with this? And she goes, no, 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 it's just the tip. It won't hurt. And the Hey-o. dude turns around and looks at the camera and, like, raises an eyebrow. It was fantastic TV. Uh, so good. Scott pointed out, uh, he texted earlier, a minute and a half in, there was a, a masturbation joke already, like, right off the bat, they had a masturbation joke. Uh, so this season's shaping up to be pretty damn funny, I think. I think no, it's going to be good. I, I, here's my thing. You want to talk about hot takes is I got about 10 minutes into the episode and I thought, okay, are we really going to sit here and do hard knots COVID edition? Like I can't, I text my brother. I'm like, look, I, I'm here for it for the first week. Cause it's what it is. But I, I can't sit here and watch this for eight weeks where they're just like social distancing and constantly reminding us about COVID. It's like, it's two teams. I already don't really find all that interesting on their face in LA. I, I damn sure don't need to be sitting here watching, you know, guys in masks and like how many COVID jokes can we make every episode? Like it was just like this is gonna get. Old. Yeah, I took it as. I, gotta, I gotta be honest. Quick. I didn't realize that. I I, I saw some photos from uh, training camp and stuff, and like dudes are out there doing stretches and they still got masks on. And oh yeah, like you know, I, and again, I don't want to be disrespectful because yeah, we got to do what we can to control the shit, but like. It's always been weird me with like the MLS again. I know that Robert Taylor is going to tune out now, but like 
when they have dudes playing on the field, no masks on, doing whatever, they score a goal, they run over their bench with the guys with the masks on, and they're jumping up and down together. I'm like, like really, like that's that's doing a thing or whatever. Or you know, the guys on the sideline warming up have the masks pulled down over their chin so they're still breathing, and then they do the like I I don't know. It just like where where is the line of like what is just being a public figure and trying to set a good example and just being dishonest about what's really mattering here. Right. Like, well, with, and the, with the NBA and the NHL, they're in the bubble. Right. And if you don't leave the bubble and you're not positive for 14 days, like the COVID doesn't magically just fucking show up unless you bang that girl that gave you the room <laughs> service. And it's like, Oh, well, see, that's probably why we're still doing this stuff. But Uh, Like, how are you going to like, I guess maybe what it is, is how are you going to be wearing masks during warmups and stretches and drills? But then you're going to go play seven on seven in practice or go play a game. And this is all going to be cool. Then that's what was driving me nuts about like them trying to toe this line. Because Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn, even at one point. Yes, yes. Even even at one point. His friends call him Todd. You know, COVID's getting in the way of you know the, those four or those three Fs: family, f- football, and and whatever. Eighth. Yeah, the fucking Fs. Yeah, like whatever. And I'm just like, they all about that Jesus. I'm like, okay, or so Allah. if if you recognize that this thing is like bigger than all of this, then what are we even doing here? You you also sat there and mentioned, well, there's going to be one team out of these thirty ones that, that's better at handling this COVID <laughs> than the rest of them. And that's I'm like, just- that's that's like part of the scheme he's and again he they meant i think maybe it was mcveigh that mentioned it's just like you know you're playing two opponents this year and again it could have been len too but it's just like if all of this is being discussed in this very first episode and they're basically saying like "Eh, this isn't really safe but you know so fucking stupid people want their football so here we are i'm like well, and, this and is here's, like dumb. Here's, like I can't do this for eight weeks, and this is why it's gonna yeah. get shut down. Because like you know, you got the guys on there that are like some are taking it serious, some aren't, and you know, and they mentioned the Marlins multiple times. Like, see what happened to the Marlins, and I'm like, but you guys are, are standing right next to each other doing this shit. Like, how, yeah, like, no, Scott, if Scott, baseball I, can't no, do Scott, it as a social I don't think it's sport. Like, I don't even on, think it's that man. though. And, and the thing that kills me, what cracks me up, is that like, all right, so the COVID's really bad in the Big Ten and the Pac-12, but it's cool in the ACC and SEC. They got to handle. No worries. They're they're good down there. Like, there's they're where the not. lines are drawn. Exactly <laughs> right. But the the problem to me is more about it is like. I was thinking about this the other night and I was like, man, like the NHL and the NBA figured out like, why can't football figure this out? I was like, Oh, right. And the NHL, I think, I don't don't know. I would have to check. I think the roster size and active game is 25. You have five taxi players. So you have 30 players, maybe 10 or 12 coaches plus like medical staff people or whatever. So your numbers are, they're below 50, right? The NFL too deep. It's 52 when you throw in a long snapper, kicker, punter, and that other shit. Like, the magnitude of the people involved just makes it untenable. And it sucks. And even if they wanted to do a bubble, I still don't think it'd work because there's just too many people involved. 
Well, and, and, I mean, but, you know, here's the, the biggest thing for me, and, you know, they're not doing a bubble, so it, it doesn't matter in that conversation, but it's like... Well, because where the hell are you going to put a bubble for football, too? Well, right? right, but I mean, but even still, like, it's at the end of the day, it's the NFL thinking that they're bigger than COVID. Like, that's all it boils down to, because the NFL has beaten everything, and they, like, they've over, overcome, like, when people said, you know, oh, the ratings are going to slip because of the, the flag thing. They're like it didn't happen and blah, blah, blah. Like the NFL thinks they're fucking invincible. And so they think that whatever their setup is, is going to be better than anything that's come before it. And they, they've got it figured out. And well, you know, it's the NFL. So COVID is gonna, it's going to keep itself away because Americans need their football. And like, that's more important than anything. And I can't wait till it bites them in the ass. Like I really can't. Scott, the problem is the the people in the NFL is bigger than COVID. It is. It sucks because what it is, and I, I, I agree with your standpoint, but the way they're acting about it, it's, it's reinforced where the front office, the coaches, they're going to protect the shit out of those people. Those people will be safe. They'll do whatever the fuck they got to do. They'll be on the sideline oh, with sure. hazmat suits on, with yeah, still man, their man. their their headsets up to the press booth or press box, getting their you know offensive coordinators, whatever. They'll be safe. The players, fuck the players. NFL don't give a shit about them because it's next man up. No, oh, yeah, it's just it's just you know like what I mean. You see, all, just you like see the all these thing. guys. They don't really care. Well, but the, with the college thing though, with these players' unions, the players they're getting their voice together, and I, I'm excited to see how this plays out long term for the college football players and college athletes because I think this is the time to seize upon it. But the NFL, they don't give a fuck because there's other dudes who are willing to step in. Because here's the thing, right? If I step in and I play that that slot receiver, or I'm that third running back and I don't get COVID, and I don't die this year, and I get a three-year deal or a five-year deal, my family's made. Well, so it's worth it to me. There was, and like, that, that's the problem. In it's, the first it's exactly episode, that. And in the first episode, they were talking, there was that dude that got cut like right off the bat, that tight end, who they, they told him flat out, they were like, look, man, there's going to be a lot of transactions this year, which is crazy that the coaches are coming out and being like, look, people are going to get sick, uh, and we're going to have to get rid of them on the roster and put somebody else in their place. Like They're flat out admitting to people that they are cutting. Yeah, that's that, fucked that, up, that, That's what I'm saying. Like If you've got those protocols in place, then you know you shouldn't be playing. Right. The dude the dude flat out <laughs> they flat out told him like just be patient. You know our system. So if you don't sign somewhere else, we're going to bring you back when and this is in parentheses when inevitably somebody catches this covid and we have to take them out. By the way, uh, oh, it's not even no, it's not even catches this covid. It's catches symptoms and he's out. Yeah. He catches symptoms right. on a Wednesday, so he's out for Sunday, so we'll pop you in for a minute. That's a good point. Also, it's I just, just want to talk real quick about uh, the the cornerback that they featured for like a quick two minutes in uh, uh, that guy. The, this dude, uh, if you haven't seen the episode yet, he is yelling. He's clearly the highlight. Yeah, he's yelling at Aaron Donald, uh, <sighs> like making fun of Aaron Donald for being jacked, and he's talking about how ripped he is. And he's he says to the trainers, "Look at that body fat," and they're like, "Yeah, it's all bones." Uh, then he goes in to find his locker. He's in like the separate area, and he calls it the projects, and he wants but to move nice up. the projects. Yeah, but, but he wants to move up to the suburbs where Jalen Ramsey is. Uh, 
that dude's getting cut, right? Like he's gonna be the. He's definitely getting well, of cut. Of course, I mean they. Uh, they, they oh, started, dude, he's, he's doing they, it for the gram now. They, they introed him by saying he's taxied between yeah, the yeah. practice squad and the main roster for four years or some shit. I'm like, the fact that he's even still here is a miracle. There's always that player in Hard Knocks that, as soon as you see him in the first episode, you're like, ah, uh, dude's about to get cut some point. Like he's <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, but see, down. like the difference is this guy. I feel like we ain't rooting for him. No, he's a. Guy. Annoying as hell. I kind of not him. Ali. I, I I was so Tyson. I'm plugged in as fuck. What are you talking about? <laughs> he was he's a Ram too. So that also made me think. Eh, get him the hell out of here. Uh, we will see how uh, Hard Knocks holds up. I I just want to after the last tweet from Hot Takes Barbecue. I just want to see how McVeigh and his fiance hold up during uh during the season. <laughs> I'm just I'm, oh, I'm really wait, not wait, here for wait, it. It's like they wait, usually wait, have wait, the, wait. all of the preseason games and they don't have that. Right? So there's like, nothing. Like what we saw in week one, episode one, is it? Thing. It's like, this is what we're going to get for the like, entire hard the like, big, I'm going to be checked out by episode two or three. The big excitement is when they're going to finally be able to put on pads. I mean, That's the gonna big be the big thing. This fucking episode was uh, Joey Bosa crying about his, you know, no. The big he, excitement. The hang on. The big excitement in this episode was when someone shit in the porta potties and they blamed <laughs> it on the Hard Knocks crew. That was the big uh, moment in this episode. Or how about Anthony Lynn going total classic old black man and stealing the the, the sunglasses off of Darwin James or uh, Derwin James and then saying. Well, I had COVID, so I don't want to give these back to you. So I, I'm just going to keep them. And it was clearly one of those, damn, you know, this coach makes a billion times less than this player. And he's out here snagging some glasses and using COVID was, as an excuse to keep them. The oldest man thing was when he was grilling and his wife was like, uh, you know, that's my fine china that you wrapped a paper towel around with a rubber band. And she was like, you don't want to brush. And he's like, nah, I like this old school. <laughs> So basically, I was like, Todd Lynn is my favorite. Todd Lynn is my new Patrick. Yep, that's my Patrick Subban. Todd Lynn is my Patrick Subban. I will call him Todd forever. His friends call him Todd. His friends call him Todd. Fuck you. Biscuit, I will I will be honest. I will <laughs> sign up for Real Housewives the Hard Knocks. That's what it should be. He should have went with Tony. Whoa. This dude have been like, well, it's short. I mean, right? While Matt Barr coming in with a hot take, Hard Knocks is the most overrated part of the NFL. Hot take from Matt Barr because I I disagree wholeheartedly. No, on the that Cleveland one. Browns are the most overrated part of the NFL. Like we all know that. That's a good point. And with that, let's take uh, let's get into last call. Last call brought to you by okay. Dugout Mugs. We got the hookup for you. you. Want to drink out of a bat just like we do? Hit them up. Dugoutmugs.com/slash/craft. Get fifteen percent off your entire order. Open your beer with a half cut baseball beer opener. Drink out of a baseball bat. You can drink your wine out of a wine glass that's uh, made from a bat. Do your shots out of the handle of a bat. They got stuff for every type of drinker. Hit them up, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off your entire order. This week, uh, we had a, a bevy of beers. I was drinking Keep It uh, from Anchorage Brewing Company. Uh, I can't find the beer thing. There it is. Uh, Scott, you were drinking Abusive Stout. Uh, who made that one? Uh, this was by Dubco Brewing. Dubco. And then uh, Drew had the White Lodge from Holy Mountain Brewing. 
Uh, we were rating this one on the French uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air scale from the episode where the clown has a bomb and holds Carlton and Will and Uncle Phil hostage all the way up to How Come He Don't Want Me Man, which is not just the best Fresh Prince episode, but the, one of the best TV episodes of all time. Uh, Scott, where did Abusive Stout fall for you on the scale? We were right there in the living room standing next to Will and Phil on this one. I mean, wow. this stout stout was fantastic. Now, it's been a while since we had a stout on this show that, like, just went back to the roots, right? Where we're basically just like, okay, you know, it tastes like heavy on chocolate or heavy on coffee or whatever, and that's it. We've had a lot of, like, different flavored stouts where we're expecting a lot more. Well, this one just mentioned that it had cocoa nibs and vanilla in it, and I can taste both. Boom. Nailed it. This was another one of those beers that I found myself at the end of it um, about 45 minutes in and wondering what the hell I was supposed to do for the rest of those episodes. So, yeah, abusive stout. Uh, we're, we're, we're wrapping our arms around Will and Phil in that moment. <laughs> that's Damn, that's, that's impressive. Uh, Drew, where does, where does the White Lodge fall for you on the Fresh Prince scale? You were just going characters. You didn't even go episodes. I was going characters, yeah. So I'm going to go Kellogg Cornflake Lieberbaum. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Forgetful character. Not worth it. Recurred in seasons one and two, and then we all forgot about him. Uh, That's what I kind of did with this beer. I drank it quick. It was a thing I had and I consumed, and yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I had Keep It from Anchorage Brewing. I would put this one at the episode when uh, Will and Carlton are like strippers, and they're up on stage dancing, and then it turns out that Aunt Viv is in the audience, and it gets really awkward, and Carlton has to cover his nipples and he yells mommy uh it's you know it's not the best that's out there but it is pretty memorable it's it's uh, solid all around just a good contender uh but not the greatest one that uh, that we've ever seen uh this has been last call uh sorry i couldn't remember what the the name of the segment <laughs> was for a second yeah because you were too focused on carlton carlton covering his nips mommy. man uh this has been last call brought to you by dugout mugs again dugoutmugs.com slash crap for 15 percent off your entire order Fellas, didn't you didn't you just say that Fresh Prince is on like Netflix or something? It's on, uh, on HBO. HBO Max. HBO Max. Uh, yes. Yeah, right. So when you sign up for HBO Max to watch Which Hard Knocks, I don't understand that that deal because NBC had pulled has all their, their stuff to put on the on Peacock. Wait, Fresh Prince is an NBC thing. Mm-hmm. It, that's where it originally aired was NBC, and so that's why I was confused as how HBO got the rights to that when NBC say- pulled everything for their their Peacock thing. To, to, to be fair, I only ever remember watching Fresh Prince on WB50 up in, in Michigan. <laughs> well, I, racist what, man? Like you didn't, I, you didn't watch the live original episodes on NBC when everybody else did around the country? Dude, man, I'm so I'm going was back. Was it and, live? When I, like, was, I didn't know that it was thing. I thought it was only on WB. Mookie's young, racist. man. You got to remember that. Mookie's young. Fucking hang on. Hang on. Wait, let's see. When did Fresh actually, Prince? Actually, hold on. I got the Wikipedia up here. So, yeah. When was it on there? <laughs> Wikipedia uh, characters. That's what happened right there. Yeah, no shit, because I knew <laughs> no, because I knew this beer when I first tasted it. Scott, chill the fuck out. Because I didn't want to insult the characters that I knew on Fresh Prince with this beer. And I'm glad I did. On the show that you thought only came on the WB. 
That's because that's where I saw it, man. Like Channel 13. Uh, Drew, the first, the first episode came out September 10th, 1990. Were you alive? I was four. Oh, uh, all right. We'll give him a pass. We'll give him a you pass. He have been four. watching. Dude, but going yeah. back and so I'm rewatching it now that I did and let me watch the Simpsons till I was like 14. So yeah, sure. I was going to have control crap. of that remote. Now that I have HBO Max and I'm uh, and I'm watching that, but... Hard Knocks, I started rewatching Fresh Prince after that news came out this week. And I got to be honest, man, some of those first season episodes, first of all, the corn factor is unreal. It is so they keep sliding in Will Smith lyrics into the like at one point, Uncle Phil in one of the very early episodes was like, Will, sometimes parents just don't understand. And Will like gives a cheesy look, breaks the fourth wall, and looks at the camera. I'm like, God damn it, that is corny. But I love it so much. But it's much. so good. It though, is. It is so good. good but he actually broke the fourth wall like uh, oh, all the watching time. it uh, uh, like, when I was in college because I, I owned all the DVD sets. And I was like, wow, they broke the fourth wall like a ton in this show like i never remembered them hey, doing buddy, that what's much up? watching as a kid it was oh, a yeah, now my son luke wants some shine so <laughs> did he have a lot of cupcakes no none of them had any cupcakes because we didn't tell him that they were there so. until you blew it still up to sleep scott those kids need sleep <laughs> they're gonna grow up to be wastes of life like us <laughs> what's up luke uh, I like that you booped his nose and then he faded into the Ohio State yeah, background right. as that happened. <laughs> that fat-ass fuck. Uh, I want to know, what do you think that dude is doing tonight? Crying? Do you, do you think he has those kinds crying of Crying into emotions? my rain catcher, like I or said. Or do you think the, he's doing all like the a Big Ten fan tears. Yeah, All the Big Ten fan tears that are uh, pouring out. I'm catching him a rain catcher so I can mm. drink them. That dude had we put on his makeup. That guy Chris put Corwin on... with the, the hottest take of the night. Oh, shit, right? right? I just saw that. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about that. I love it because mm. I was always mm. team light skin. That's the hottest take of the night right there. Dude, but so wait, did she do all the season one or was she like piloting out? No, no, she no, did. No. It was like was there multiple like episodes. Three seasons. Yeah, it was, wait, it was a stretch. Dar- oh, yeah. Seasons one through three were Janet oh. Hubert Witten. But she had a falling out with Will Smith. There's like a pay dispute. Like she was mad at how much she was getting paid. Well, and she got, and Will Smith didn't like her. Will Smith wasn't. But see, that always bothered me is that they switched Aunt Viv in the middle of the series and they thought that was cool and like we wouldn't be upset. I hate Matt Bar. Matt Bar saying Scott was team light skinned. Shocker. On that note, what a damn good episode this has been, fellas. Yep. Uh, I hate Matt Bar so much. Time to say. Uh, I got to be honest, doing that hockey was my favorite that we've done uh, so far. This was the best version of doing that hockey. I also think we fixed oh, college football bar. with the playoff. Uh, bubble or with the bubble i think we came to a good resolution there so i just can't wait yeah, to you made them all NBA slaves bubble right story. i'm getting ready for next week. yeah get your nba bubble story ready uh this has been another edition of craft root sports thank you guys for tuning in thank you for sharing out the show helping us out we really appreciate it be sure to give us a like on facebook uh follow us on twitter or instagram at craft sports subscribe to the youtube channel and be sure to subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcasts apple podcasts uh podbean stitcher Google Play, uh, Spotify. We're all over the place. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, once again, happy birthday to Jordan. Happy birthday to Drew's sister. Uh, what up, Anna? Very, happy birthday to Karen. Uh, yes, Kieran, my son, turned KB. two Super yesterday. Uh, big week around, uh, around these parts here. Right here. Thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We will see you all next week. 
hammer Fuck that bar. hammer that son's money line, baby. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.